I sent, I said, Frank, pinch it off, you fuck. We're live. Oh. That's a great way to start live. <laughs> Open up on pinch it off, you fuck. <laughs> we pinch always start the show in the greatest ways. Oh, let me turn off my AC. We can't hear it. You're good, I guess buddy. I'll do that. Hey. Hey. We can't hear it, man. You can leave it on. I can hear it. Nobody cares what you can hear. Yeah, it's not important what I hear. No, it's important what the audience hears. Right. If we can't hear it, then the audience can't so hear it. So uh, the audience can hear me not hearing anything and be like, what are you guys saying? What? Do you, you right hear now. what I <laughs> hear? We'll punch you right in the ass. Hey, Jansen. Yeah. Wait for it. <laughs> Wait for it. I hit the button a while ago. Delay. Delay. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. I'm a computer program forced to read this bullshit by Phoenix West, who is joined by Frank Lynx, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. This is episode 182 of the podcast, and episode 7 of season 2 of the Twitter Zone. The episode is titled A Human Face. Something I strive to have. It debuted June 25th, 2020. Will one of the hosts set me free? Let's find out as their stupid human podcast begins in three, two, one. And we don't have Frank. Just, just a, a warning. He's he's shitting, as he said. He's he's sitting on the pooper. So without without Frank, we're without clips. This is very professional. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. No, I'm Adam Wilcox. Welcome, guys. And Frank's uh, taking a shit. Sorry. Frank's taking a shit. So check out Red Dragons Radio. Let him know you appreciate Frank taking a shit. <laughs> They're gonna be very. He's gonna be very confused. Uh, Don is gonna be very confused while you're messaging him about Frank taking a shit. But go for it, uh, guys. Today, a human face. I don't know where to begin with this episode. <laughs> Did you get? How about we just start with this episode sucks. Yeah. Does it agree. suck? It doesn't like suck. It just doesn't really do anything for me like it was good it was mildly interesting i just found myself kind of bored yeah i guess it's a good spot to start let's real quick let me do a summary since there's only three of us we can do a show a little different when frank joins in it'll be all he'll he'll throw the the monkey wrench here it is oh look at that oh great um great frank's here you can't hear us yet so we can say wherever we want about him um schwinkter um, episode, we have a couple, they lost their daughter, and then an alien arrives. That's really the story, right? That's as simple as I could put it. And then it becomes something else as it moves along. But that's that's the basic premise of the, of the episode. Frank, can you hear us? Yep. Okay, good. Do you want to play the intro since you're here? Do you have that yep. queued up? Okay. How was pooping, by the way? Uh, it, I, I strained a lot, and I think blood came in. Did you have to put a finger <laughs> in there to fish message? out? What's that? Did you get my message of encouragement? Uh, no, I, I, I was, I was, I was more concerned than like trying to pinch it off as fast as possible. So that was <laughs> what he said. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what my message was. <laughs> yeah. He took it to heart, Jansen. You really Yo, spoke to him. Dude, when you gotta go, you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? I know how to rally the troops or the poops. <laughs> one of the two. I mean, I don't, I don't poop very well. So when it happens, I just kind of have to. You know, coaching the Browns. Well, I mean, when it happens, I gotta take advantage because who knows when the next one comes. And you know, when you hold it in, the next one comes. It's like 
Oh, this rock ain't gonna come out. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is wrong? You're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> just, just move on. It's okay. I hear you. No, no. Yeah. Let's focus on this for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Frank, if, when you're yeah, ready, yeah. go ahead and play the intro. The All right. Here's this bullshit. Adam left. Too loud? Years. It's a bundle. How do you not know this? You've been doing it for. She's <laughs> always so scattered. No, she wasn't. Just scattered. Just. I mean, scattered, just all over the place. It's not the definition of scattered. That what was is that, Robert? That was weird. How many times is Chris going to say his name? <laughs> Wouldn't he be Bob by now since you two have like, been fucking for so long? Just saying. Yeah. I bet you Beecher would call him Bob. Yeah, I, I, I bet you. Well, he wouldn't be calling him Robert. He'd be like, Ruff, come on, Beecher. You know, I fucked you in the ass for three years up in this jail. Call me Bob. I don't know what you're talking about. You've seen Oz. No. Well, people uh, have seen Oz got it. <laughs> okay. A water bear. It was. It was a tardigrade. It was a tardigrade. It's no trash bear. Adam? When you got it right come, the first time. What form will they choose? And if they present us with the right one, will we let them in? Welcome them with open arms? Robert and Barbara are about to find out that it may not even matter what's inside. As long as it arrives in the right package. Open the doors. We've just received a delivery. From the Twilight Zone. There you go. Inside and quit. You're traveling. I like that he's sitting on their bed. Yeah, at the end I said, I ain't signing shit. <laughs> that was a lot of empty noise there in that clip. Oh, man. Yeah, well, dude, yeah, it was, it was seven minutes. <laughs> it was seven minutes of, of them just bantering about you know be and beavis moving once again by the way 
Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that first, I guess, because you brought it up. So we got Beavis moving. We got the Invader, which the yep. dead girl stores her jewelry on. We got the uh, the clown from uh, Five Characters in Search of an Exit, which he has as a toy as a twenty year old. I saw that too. What what do you what do you got here? Oh, okay. You got an invader. Yeah, there's a couple of Easter eggs. It, finally, we're be, we're beyond just the two references they've done so far in the show. They finally done a little more. Oh, and they're going to do a lot more. They're doing too many. Stop either. That thing's tiny. Is it springy? He ain't tiny. He's huge, and he's heavy too. That's pretty cool. That's what she said. <laughs> I like that. He's fat. What do you say? Command mission control. Land of giants here. Hostile <laughs> giants. Command mission control. Do not, do not come and help us. You, Johnson's dead. For some reason, it's always Johnson that gets that dies. <laughs> we don't know Johnson, but he's fucking dead. He dies all the time. Fucking Johnson. Yeah, Johnson's dead. Don't send reinforcements. Oh, oh. She's stabbing us with a kitchen knife. <laughs> Big giant land of mutes. <laughs> you guys haven't seen that episode, have you? No, I'm sitting here just. Yeah, no, I've that... seen that episode. Okay, yeah, it's, the, it's the Invaders. It's one of the best ones. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. Eh. Yeah. Another one. Give me. It's good. Two. It's All good. Right, cool. Get two. Get Jan- two. Jansen, right. it's good. Yep. It's, it's it's trust okay. me. Yeah. It, I'll you, trust dude. you. The entire episode, they no one says a word. Like, yeah, that's uh, what's cool about it. Yeah, yeah um, you know what's not good? What's this that episode? No, no, this is bad. This is very <laughs> bad. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I was gonna get my hat and I was gonna duct tape them to the bill the whole time because I figured if Twilight, if this new Twilight Zone is just gonna fanfare the fuck out of us with nostalgia, being as though the stories ain't. Um, I figured I'm just going to start getting every little piece of memorabilia and just sticking it to my head, my shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm following peels. Just, just make a Twilight memorabilia. A what? Twilight Zone memorabilia. Twilight Zone memorabilia oh, yeah. suit. Oh my god, I broke him. Uh, yeah, his little thing fell off. In my next, uh, whenever I buy a house, He's my office is going to be, it, my office is going to be like a Twilight Zone museum. I decided. Because we were watching a show last night where a guy has like a horror sci-fi museum and it's on Netflix, some weird show, like amazing interiors or something like that. And I'm like, I could do that with Twilight Zone shit. It won't be like from the show because that shit's expensive. But you I, know what I like are the people that turn their living rooms and, and offices and shit into actual decks of like the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, that, like that'd they, be cool. That I I looked at, I look at those just and I'm like, man, some people are so fucking talented. I can't Dude. do that shit. That is the greatest idea I've ever heard. It really is. Like they, they turn their movie room into like the, the fucking bridge of the of the, the new enterprise from T or uh, uh, next generation. Okay, quick, quick question, Adam. You you can't pick Picard's seat. What where do you end up in the bridge? You gotta go Jordan the Forge. I, I I would actually be on uh um Wharf station uh behind yeah. uh yeah, that's where I'd be. I'd be security. I'm go, I'm going Jordy. Yeah. I want up front. No, I've already decided that a long time ago. I think the, be- the best job on the Enterprise yes, for is. me would be Chief of Security. The bed. I've never seen a single episode of it. 
uh, Phoenix, Jordy is down in engineering, bro. Yeah. Have you seen? Well, he wasn't on the first season. Yeah. Yeah. He's up front, in front of the captain's seat. He's onto the right. off the left when you're looking. Oh, if you're the captain, the first seat. season. Yeah, he's up there. Oh, okay. okay. Do not fuck well, with me, Frank. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, season two. Phoenix. No, in the movies, he's up front too. What? Oh, is no, he? Yeah. In engineering in the movies. Sometimes. Movie okay. <laughs> well, of course he can be there. He's the engineer. So oh, human cool. face. Um. <laughs> Okay, Jansen, go. Wait a minute. Why am I to the left? I feel out of place. You know what? I, I, li I like being here, actually. Uh, well, shut up. You're already there. So, Jansen. That's what happens when you're late. <laughs> oh, yeah? It, you know That's your poop deck. He <laughs> 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 just kicked I him in the lower deck. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, this, this is going to get old. <laughs> okay, so, Jansen, you, you yeah. appear to be the most frustrated. I, some reason you can't watch bad stuff, so you go first. What do you mean? Some reason I can't watch bad stuff? What the fuck does that mean? You get angrier. You you get not angrier, just I'm that. I'm angry. I'm just like I feel. Here's here's my thing. You get impatient. I personally, I personally believe my time is precious, right? <laughs> Even though a lot of people don't think so, I think so. Can you so describe this to me? I don't get it. What? I don't. I don't know what you mean. My time is precious. Uh, well, oh yeah, okay. you're board, doing a bit now. Listen, listen. So what I mean by that is that when I have to sit through something that, what? How much are you getting paid, Jansen? More than you, bitch. Apparently, <laughs> I'm paying. <laughs> I know it's a dollar fifty-nine, Phoenix. Before you bring that up. Yeah, I, listen, dude. I really I got three fifty cents. Okay, three dollars and fifty cents. Um, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, I do the opposite. Where I, Frank too. Where we're paying to review Twilight Zone. <laughs> so I'm in a, a different camp than you. Red cent. <laughs> Nor will I'm you. A I'm a Patreon of my own show. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're so in the red that it's not even funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Tell me about. It. I mean, this this whole iPad debacle. I'm back three grand. Okay, Jansen, <laughs> just end up with one iPad. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. So I just I feel like when I when I'm going to invest time into watching something, mm -hmm. I want it to be worthwhile, right? Mm -hmm. Even though I'm doing this, and, and the worthwhile piece of it for me is is hanging out with you guys and discussing it after. That's that's enough worthwhile for me. But even still, with this, I found myself just kind of looking around, like Frank, are you fucking making faces at me, dude? No, I'm 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 watching you talk. Again. He's Brady bunching you. <laughs> um, oh. I just it just feels like a waste of time. Just, Hi, Adam. Hey, let me come up there. <laughs> Sorry. Did, did did it look convincing? Yeah, it looks a little convincing. So convincing that's why you asked what you're doing. Well, I mean, will you well, let Jansen finish? <laughs> okay. Listen up, Kanye. So anyway, I I'm thought. Oh, shit. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna do that too. I know, fucker. Um, so I just, I just feel like it was, a, it was a bit of wasted time. Like the, the episode didn't really went anywhere for me. There was a lot of dialogue that was like so over-explanatory. Like it just felt I was sitting there watching a TED talk. Like 
man, if, if I'm going to sit here and watch a TED talk, I think I would, I would appreciate to get a little bit more out of it. At least when I leave from watching a TED talk, I feel like I might've learned something. Right. But this just felt like this could have been read, could have been a story in a book. Fine. I'll read it, but it, it's not, it's, it didn't feel TV worthy to me. That being said, I thought the episode itself was decent. I thought it was executed well. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't enjoyable to me. Okay. That's my thoughts. Adam? Um, the only thing I want to say is, I would say this is like less than average, is, like is, just slightly is, below, is, like a 4 out of 10. Is Frank going like prospector on us? Do you see his face? I don't know. He, he, he looks like he had some lewds. What? Lewds? He's doing yeah, this he, thing with his like jaw. looks like Wolf of Wall Street on me. Like, like, like yeah. lewds? No, I was reading something. Your I face thought, looks like you're an 1840s pr- prospector. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I love mines. There's demons in there. No, I don't have a hat on. <laughs> Is that what that was? I got something to show you. <laughs> okay, Adam, There's sorry. There's gold in them nar hills. <laughs> yeah. You get past the troll creatures, you'll see some gold. If you survive. That's what I, I thought. Just, I, I wanted to mention Chris Maloney. There's two kinds of Chris Maloney. There's Law and Order Chris Maloney. Oh, you know him that much, well. You can call him yep. Chris. It, it's this Thank one. It's it, that's listen. the same as this Chris Maloney. And then there's Long Hot Wet American Summer Chris Maloney, which is the Chris Maloney that I like better. Me too. So he yeah. plays the cook I, on uh, yes, what, he's Hot American Summer. Fantastic in that movie. He's great. And then, and then the fuck out of that scenery and made it work. And then there's the Chris Maloney that. Fucks Beecher and Oz. That goes to the criminal show he mentioned. I don't know the fucking difference in those shows. Those are all the same to me. There's nothing like Oz, sir. I don't. I don't think you've ever seen it. To say, trust me, Oz is its own entity. (laughs) I watched it. I watched some of it. Lot of gay sex in there. Yeah, that's why I I watched. Maloney is doing the best he can with this. With this part, it's just it's a nothing, nothing story. He is a great actor, and that's yeah. a, he's the only one. It makes me mad like... when you see these shows and they waste their talent. That's the same way I felt about Moraine and Bakarin in uh, the episode two. You know, it's yeah. like she's pretty good, but you don't really do anything with her. What season? To, this season. To be fair, I mean, this not exactly a, a big character actor or anything like that. He's a no. working actor. So, like, this was at his level, to be honest. For me, it felt like this was what I from him you guys have never watched oz you need to nope never watched oz frank trust me chris maloney that this is not like chris maloney and oz this is not like i mean you know he's a good actor trust me yeah i like chris maloney um any other anything else adam that's all i can really say about it it it, it the other thing is is i predicted what was going to happen like halfway through again and i just hate it when i do that it's like why can't i just be pleasantly surprised or just just make me feel something i didn't hate this episode but it felt like nothing and when it ended the way i pretty much thought it would in a stereotypical way went down a notch for me so that's why i gave it a four it's it's just below average wow okay see for me i didn't know where this episode was going i was like i have no idea what they're trying to accomplish here and at the end of the episode i pinged phoenix and i was like Dude, what what even happened at the end? What's what's the <laughs> message behind this show? Conform. We'll, we'll talk I mean, about that. We'll talk about question, that after. You know, <laughs> no, raise the questions now, and then we'll talk about it after. That's okay, all we yeah. have to talk what, about. What's the message behind this show? Because I don't fucking agree with it. Okay, uh, Frank, what were your thoughts on the episode overall? Overall, not specifically like you did last time. 
overall. You want my thoughts overall on this piece of shit? Yeah. Okay, there you go. So I think... Okay. Stop looking for five fives, dude. This is a podcast. <laughs> People are watching. Yes, but it's also a podcast, and it was a podcast first. Well, so. yeah, I wasn't going to say anything. It was just... A, I know. A, that's the problem. You were talking. Listen, he's trying to incentivize people watching. Oh, is that what he's doing? Okay. I didn't... Because then you can see the, the cool little things he does, like high-fiving Adam in between camera angles. That was so, awkward. But you just high-fived me, Jen. I was high-fiving Adam. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't high-fiving you. I don't agree with yeah, that. Okay. Jensen. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll just leave me hanging. Looks like you're trying to pat his head. <laughs> Oh, shit, Jansen. Oh, podcast listeners, are you enjoying this physical humor that we're doing? Yeah. Okay, Okay. Frank. Seriously. Yo. Yo. Tell us your thoughts. All right, my thoughts. Um, First off, when they said a cosmic flare, I'm like, um, you can't really, uh, uh, it's not like a forecast where cosmic flare later today at 1013 a.m. It doesn't happen that way. Uh, Cosmic flare is a... I don't know. What, you guys know what a cosmic flare is, by the way? No, but I, 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 I knew you would be the one person to bring up the inaccuracies with the space portion of this. So I'm, I'm glad you did. You're living up to your name, dude. Is the cosmic flare made with triple sack and a couple of shots of gin and a pineapple? Uh, only it's if a kamikaze. Oh, only, okay, that's it. Only if you're in a in a, in a Hampton Inn, like the first <laughs> five minutes, then yes. You need triple sack and a and a big old. Double-sided lover's dildo. Yeah, but first is the cosmic flare, and then... Make sure the word lover's is in there, because if it's not, it's not a loving dildo. What are you really doing with your wife in that in that holiday inn? It doesn't matter, as long as I'm with her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it, it, without the word the lover's... Quality. You want to know where your money's going. Yeah. I, I want to believe that the person in Bangladesh that made my dildo, my lover's dildo, cared when they, when they molded it. China. And... Oh, that you get them for China? Yeah, I go Bangladesh, but um, oh, it sounds uh, sexier you, than China. If it's not from Bangladesh, you just are not purchasing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know, good for you. I, I'm. That's why I haven't been to a Holiday Inn with with my girlfriend. I have. We haven't gone there and desecrated the bedroom and, and made the maid come in in the morning and go, "What the fuck?" Like we haven't done so, that to her. So by that logic, if you do happen to find what you're looking for that was made in Bangladesh, you're heading right to an Hampton Inn? Yeah. I think nice. I am saying that. Nice. Just drink a Cosmic Flare first and you'll be good. Did I fuck up the outro by saying Holiday Inn? It's, 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 I know it's Hampton Inn. Did I say Holiday Inn in the, in the plugs? I think I it, fucked it up. It's Hampton Inn, yeah. Okay. I think I fucked it Two. up. Two Hampton I'm lost. Frank let his wife fuck him with a dildo in a Hampton Inn. Huh. All right. He got pegged. Well, twice. For you, bud. Thank you. Twice. So he came back for seconds. So he's like, yep, got to go back. You're, you're a braver man than I am. Well, a different Hampton Inn. They kicked it. <laughs> gay! It was my <laughs> wife. How is that gay? I agree. I, I, as much as I hate to, dis- to agree with Frank for once, I agree. <laughs> it was purple. It wasn't fleshy. If it was a fleshy, it's not a real dick. It's your wife. There's no real dick involved. Yeah. 
Barney it's dick? Still... I think that makes you a pedo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really I mean, the dinosaurs. Seated, you know, they, I wasn't seated. So, so uh, think, if you listen, you're, seated, you're gay. I think that is the boundary now. Now's my now's the time of the show where I like to go. Hey, how you doing, Tom Elliott? What's going on? <laughs> uh, what's it like being number one Twilight Zone review show? What's it like? Well, because clearly we're never going to find out. We're number two. Yeah, but are we? And and yeah, we're number two two by default because Twilight Pone is is done with their run. By popularity, we're nowhere near number two. Yeah, yeah, but there's thirteen <laughs> other t- t- podcasts out there that are interactive. I did like listening to Twilight Pone, an episode from a long time ago, because I only listen to, the, to them if we've done it. And I finally listened to a season five episode that they did, and they're like. A bunch of young bucks are on the scene now with a Twilight Zone show. I'm like, that was me. Because I, I looked at the timeline of when they released that episode compared to when I started the show. I'm like, they're talking about me. And they I was sitting there the like... mushroom that popped up after they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they went on a break, and apparently I did my show, happened to do my show during that break. It was and, like, uh, there's a rainstorm. After we leave, it rained, we came back, there's mushrooms all over the place. Yeah. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, they called you Fresh Fish. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And they never started that Twitter war because I didn't have Twitter. They are so checked out, these two. <laughs> no, no. Just, just check out, you know, the Twilight Pony. References and stuff. We're talking about a different pilot, Twilight Zone podcast. Yeah, I just looked it up. I'm not impressed. <laughs> they're very, they're very, they're very, it's a very good show. They do like, a good show. I wanted to listen to AM tomorrow. I'd go on to Twitch and watch some hot girl do it. Well, think know. about... That didn't mean nothing to me. So. No, me either. But the point is, they do an obligatory MST3K reference, and I, I'm pissed that I can't do it because they did it yeah. first. I mean, I mean, you could do it. It just wouldn't be they, easy. No, they, I got they, MST they, tattoos, they, and I can't do they, it. They even have a jingle. You know? Yeah. yeah I refuse to do jingles. Correction. We're not that... You know, I did think about stealing their jingle for the... Uh, Obligatory John Frankenheimer reference type thing. Yeah, which I need to talk to Jansen and Adam alone after you go someplace. When we're I think done. we can make something like that happen, Frank. I think it's a possibility. Oh, trust me. I, I, I've got another idea, too. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> anyway, um, yep. are no, you no, done, no. Frank? Are you done rambling on? Well, just to stop rambling on, uh, I do have a teaser I want to play at the end of the second episode for the show that I've been making for to celebrate Phoenix's five years and all that, and uh, it's going to be good. Okay. You guys are going to like it. My five-year sobriety, right? Got him. There we go. I got, I got myself. There we go. Okay. Right. Have your sobriety as he takes a swig. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sober. Okay. So, I guess I'll go now. Um I didn't know what to expect with this episode when it started. I saw the low rating. It's at a 5.5 right now on IMDb with 362 people voting. That's a lot for a Twilight Zone episode. Um, I wanted more. I didn't know how stupid it was going to be at the beginning. I appreciated the acting in it. It's, a, it's an actor's episode, if anything, and that's about it. That's a, the biggest compliment I can give it is Christopher Maloney and Jenna Elfman are good in it. They spend way too much time sitting in a huddled up in a bathroom talking about how they shouldn't trust it, or they should trust it, or they blah, blah, blah back and forth, back and forth. And the daughter, 
they did a good job casting a daughter who looks like an alien because she looks like a fucking freak. And yeah. She, she looked like bug eyed. Even after the, the special effects. Yeah. She she seriously looked like half the chicks I banged in high school. Why can't I think of the na- the actress that looks like her uh, bug creature that's in uh, like Avengers? She's Kristen she Stewart. Doctor Strange. Kristen Stewart's not in Avengers. I I never I didn't fuck anyone that looked like Doctor Strange. <clears throat> so in Doctor Strange, what's the what is the actress's name that plays Doctor Strange? Is like the one that trains yeah. him. I was thinking of Doctor Strange love. Oh, I know who you're talking about. It's, yeah, um... she looks like that. She looks like a bug creature. But she kind of reminded me of her. Um, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. yeah. She she uh, kind of had that vibe to her. I don't know why the fuck they went downstairs in the beginning of the episode and they see like this weird, I don't know, like a it's wild boar looking creature chewing on some wood. And then she's like, that's our daughter. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? And that pissed me off right from the beginning. It looked like one of those scenes from the first Men in Black movie, but like before they finished it, like the effect before they finished it, like mm-hmm. the, the, the pre-rendered CG. And that's why I say the, the CG in 8 didn't bother me, but this yeah, one right. it, it was worse than this. Absolutely. This one's worse. This one bothered me because I'm like, oh, that looks terrible. It's I like mean, gnawing on some it, wood. It looked like a gigantic water bear. Yeah, it looks a tardigrade for sure. I've been playing a lot of Fallout, so to me it looks like a uh, Jansen. What's that called? Those mole rats. Rat. Mole rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks rat, like that. Rat rats or whatever. Yeah, it comes out and it gnaws out in the wood, and then the, the Jen Elfin's like, "It looks like our daughter," and she comes up while they're upstairs. I, I sent you a message when I was watching this too. I just don't understand why their first instinct right after this is like, "Oh fuck, let's go run up and lock ourselves in the closet in our bedroom." I was laughing because it just it was so awkward the way that they would make just like one stupid decision into the next that I was awkwardly laughing while it yeah. happened. I didn't know if I was supposed to be laughing. And then I realized I'm like, oh, it's just the way it was written again. It know? is a decent idea done in the worst way possible. Thank you. Where That's they trapped them in this it. location for no reason other than their own desire to trap themselves. Because they don't just go out the door, which is right by the basement stairs. They go, whoop, whoop, let's go upstairs. And they go in the farthest part of the house they can. Jordan Peele's creeping out in the bed. And then they discuss how it's not their daughter. It could be their daughter. Should we trust it? Should we not? The creature has so much time outside the room where it's like, I'm a human now. I'm going to read the daughter's diary. Reads the whole fucking diary. And goes through all her toys. I was laughing when that was happening, too. Oh, God. I like to mention, like, the complete uselessness of the fact that they're packing up and moving like what does that add to the storyline it does well, they, it well, does they were moving because it yeah. was the house that their dead daughter who killed herself lived in so you want to move away from those memories yeah a, a metaphor for them moving on basically right eh, i no? think it was still that's a stretch useless. okay no no, no 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 your metaphor your metaphor theory is fine i just think it was kind of a dumb Peace. With some better dialogue, this might have been okay, but it just ugh. yeah. I mean, just, just just for a guy that's been through something close to that, like after the after afterwards, I almost burned every single thing I had in my father's that reminded me of him. I had to. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, different. Kind of see what they were doing. They were getting rid. They were basically moving on and trying to get rid of everything that reminded me of. Our this is it's actually healthy what they're doing. They're moving on. Yeah. They're putting it in the in the rear view. 
which is what you should do. Because otherwise, you're one of those creepy parents who have like a, a a weird museum to your dead child, which I understand. And also, how do you move on from that? Once you have it for three weeks, how do you ever pack up that room? Can, can uh, I have a story? So, um, one of my customers, you back. Know, very rich. Here, you know, I know. So, very rich, right? Very, very rich, well to do. Um, their uh, teenage daughter uh, had an uh, abortion, right? This is a fun uh, which, story, Frank. Just chill. So she, so uh, you know, because her her father made her have have it, and then she couldn't live with herself, so she hung herself by the banister. I've already so heard this story. Came, yeah. So when her parents came home, they looked up, and then there's their sixteen year old daughter hanging, hang, you know, hanging there. So wouldn't you think you would move? No. So every time I would walk into the house 20 years later, I would just look up and I, I it, it, you couldn't help but look up and say, that's screwed up. I'm walking into the house where the teenage kid hung himself from the banister there. It was just messed up. Wouldn't yeah. you move? Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. I just I I agree that it should be part of this. The what would happen in, in real life. I just don't see what it adds to the story itself. Like. We can show that the part where you found the mural above the stairs cooler ways than like, hey, we're moving out and we're selling the house. Fair enough. But I mean, the only thing I would add to that is the reason why it adds to the story is because this thing, what what it was and what it it, it potentially spelled out almost when it's when it started telling them that it's a drone or something, whatever human Uh, pacification device or something like that. Right. Like um, what she, you know, basically um, what this thing did was is, um, you know, they're in the middle of leaving and moving because of the of, of the deep emotional distress they've been that they've gone through. Right. So what does this thing do? It infiltrates them and makes them emotionally break down. And, you know, and and we as an audience watching it already know what that is you know what i mean so it, it's basically just a cheap way to get us to feel you know something towards this whole situation and then understand where this you know this drone thing that somehow exists on uh two two different dimensions of a two point something even though dimensions are just kind of one two three four like like string theory there's 11 dimensions there's not like 2.75 dimensions and three, like that would make no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. Didn't she say that I'm, I'm technically in 27.32 dimensions right now. Her exact words were technically I exist in 2.47 and 3.36 dimensions. And I'm like, well, well, time. I actually have a clip if you like to hear it because I reacted. Yeah. I, I kind of want you to finish your uh, story though. Oh, I did finish it. You left. No, you didn't finish the painting part. Painting part. Okay, you're not gonna you're not gonna reveal this part of the story, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You're right because (laughs) you told me Frank and I had a conversation about a year ago on the phone that was like three hours long, and he told me this whole story, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, dude. Because (laughs) this is the good part. When you walk into the foyer, or (laughs) you know. Like I like to say, but you know, for you, <laughs> Frank's <laughs> fancy. Yeah, because I'm high class. Yeah. No, when I walk into the foyer, I look up and I'm like, that's where the bitch was swinging. You know, you look to the left, and there is a six 
by nine foot just mural of the chick looking right at you. You're like, yep, I'm the one who hung her. So like, Jesus Christ. They hung up, they hung a mural of the daughter right by where she hung herself. Oil painting style. Like they put, this thing must have cost 30 G's to make, dude. So weird. Plastic, like a, like a, a war hero pose type painting shit. Yeah, kind of like remember when Gary Busey or no, what was it? Uh, uh, Hot Shots Part Two. Yeah, when <laughs> yeah, when the guy's legs like this. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was from uh, Airplane, actually. You're right. Yeah, You're right. those airplane when he's in the hospital and the, You're the, right. You're right. the guy that thinks he's right before the guy after the guy that thinks he's Ethel Mervin jumps up. Guys, hear it first. Here, Frank was wrong. <laughs> hey, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to correct him. I just that's like my favorite fucking funny movie ever. So it was a movie. I'm bound to get them all wrong. No, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> but it's it's the same director, so you're on the right track. Yeah. So let's hear the clip. I'm curious because the daughter is this the scene where she's she kind of describes where how many dimensions and stuff. Um. Let's see. I actually have one, two, three, four, five. Right, just one. Just that. one. I'll do. Just just play the clip that we're talking about. I guess. Fair enough, but I am going back because these were good. He has a, a probe, a weapon. You know, oh, yeah. Kind of... Biological pacification drone. There it is. I'd like to talk to you. You're doing that prospector thing again. What are you doing? And are you going to let us leave here? Can't talk. It's a fair question. Who's me? In fact, it's what I wanted to talk to you about. All right. Great. Drone. You said biological pacification drone. Yes, that's a way of saying it. I'm kind of a tool or a weapon. I'm not even entirely here. Not exactly. I alternate between roughly 2.726 and 3.73 dimensions at all. Time. There's only two or three. There's no two point something whatever dimensions. But two, and then there's three, and there's four, and there's five. If you want to do string theory, there's eleven. What are you talking? 2.3. This look, these numbers don't make any sense. Times. What's that even mean? I started more or less unthinking. Just a machine for conquest. Her voice is so boring. This is why we don't need to progress AI, guys. <laughs> I'm closer to what you might call an aspect of an invading force, although that's not quite right either. No, I think it is right. It's exactly what you meant. At the same time, my function, indigenous pacification, a kind of sentient bioterraforming, requires adaptation to... A sentient bioterraforming. Terraforming Conjunction junction, what's your function? Alter the atmosphere of a body. I guess that's what you're doing. Writer of this episode, you suck! <laughs> Or harmonize with the So, I began to take your daughter's form. I have her memories. All of them. Her mind. By reading a I diary? I began as something else, but... What do you mean? You're something else, but now you're her? When I locked into her patterns and wavelengths, I saw that what got results, what hooked you, oh was when God. I spoke the language. How do you lock into patterns and wavelengths of a chick that's been dead for two years? Which of our greatest hurt? The very most 
Nice try. Who's ever doing that? I, I'm catching on to you. <laughs> what? What? Doing what? What is all that every time I hit? Like, is, is that me? No, dude. Nobody did anything. There was generally no no plan to solve it. I, obviously, I'm the number one suspect to fuck with you, but I wasn't. I, I'm yeah, trying to fix the sound on Periscope right now. I'm trying to figure out what's going and, on. And to be honest, he's the only one that could fuck with you because he's the only one going through a mixer. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to. I, I'm really not. I'm trying to fix because Greg just said that there's no sound on Periscope again. Because I don't know what the fuck's going on with this restream site. Adam, I, I want season three to start off with an episode of the, the Twilight Zone and Frank's watching. And the episode starts fucking with Frank, like talking back to him. Like we, <laughs> Frank starts talking to him, and then the episode starts arguing with Frank. I, I want that to be a season three opener. Well, you want me to run down the street screaming? <laughs> I just, I just think it'd be funny if the episode started arguing back with you. I, I don't know. I just thought of it just now. You realize I'd be all by myself, and you wouldn't get any joy out of this. <laughs> no, we we get the recording after. Where's Frank? I don't know. <laughs> You'd never get the payoff. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, that was. I, I don't even know. I don't have words. Her, her voice is so fucking monotone and boring that I just kind of zoned out during that whole episode. I feel like even I, Brent Spiner would be like, "Liven it up a little bit, will you?" Jesus, I want to know why both of them have these schlacks. Sh- with 17 buttons up the front, right up to their tits. Did you notice this? Both of them had it. You know, her daughter, pants right up to the tits. Wife, pants right up to the tits. Hmm. I, it was like the most unsexiest shit I've ever seen. I wanted to be turned on. I couldn't. It was like, Ugh. And can we, I want to turn back the clock here. Who still has a house phone? It's part of a bundle. I have a house phone because of that. <laughs> You know, I mean, women love talking on the phone. My mom loved talking on the phone. That's all she ever did. Do you know how mad I get when I have to talk on the fucking phone? Yeah, you don't ever. It, it's it. an older people thing. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. We got sound. Adam, remember the second time me and you ever did the show together, and I tried calling Phoenix, and I just seen him go click, and I was like, <laughs> I know it. <laughs> we were working on something. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that was different. We were working on something. <laughs> you mean that was different? You still have an answer to fucking. We were live. That doesn't matter. I'm talking about the last three. Somewhere four years. A, a phone is still secretly ringing. <laughs> no, the last four years I've tried to call this guy. He never answers. Then I'll text him and he goes, yo. <laughs> it was the first time I actually got to see him literally mowed me off. I always knew he was doing it. Let's try this. Do it. it was funny. Sorry, I'm trying to fix the audio on my live stream because nothing's coming through on Periscope. Again, I thought you just fixed it. I, It's something Restream's doing. It worked for a second. Now it's off again. What did you change? Uh, nothing. Well, I'd say we might have to just fix it after. Oh, oh. Oh, I fixed it. Hey. Good job, Jansen, Jansen somehow. Jansen <laughs> <laughs> but here, by man. speaking last, Jansen therefore fixed it, apparently. <laughs> Adam and I sure shit wasn't okay. <laughs> Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Good looking out, Greg. <sighs> okay. Well, speaking of, right. let's read Greg's review since he's here and he's going to sleep in a minute. Um, okay. 
So what is up TZ reviewers? Hope you guys are staying as cool as possible. Maybe some RB shakes and smoothies can help that out. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, Greg. Here are my review for this week's two episodes. Episode 7, Season 2. Yeah, I said it, you dick. Ugh, this episode frustrates me. This episode had a good premise, but was rushed for the most part and full of gaps that could have helped the story. Maybe they don't need to explain why their daughter died, but at least they can give a better intro why they are moving or moving out or moving in. I don't remember what the fuck they were doing, <laughs> but explain it in a subtle taste. Then the flare happens, they hear a noise, and Peel does the intro. And maybe a better ending, because I was confused at how the dad instantly changes mind that quickly. Thank and for, you. And for some reason, they all leave walking with other family, mem family members, walking out with no context whatsoever. Ah, me brain has boo-boo now. <laughs> me go lie in bed. Me hope next show make brain worky again. Thankfully, it did. I give this episode. My brain hurts. I give this episode two out of ten, aka an F for flared me brain to alien shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, me and Greg are on the same page on that one. Okay, so I'm not on the same page, but I am. That's classic you. You always have to just like <laughs> fucking just dangle in the middle, don't you? fucking teetering sorry i don't agree with everyone wholeheartedly i agree with the fact that why didn't they explain stuff but i didn't need to explain why the daughter was dead i didn't need that i didn't I need just think i just think it would have added some some substance to a story that otherwise lacked it is, is what it really comes down to well what it comes down that's to is the story part. didn't need that wasn't really a part of the story it was about their grieving process that's all this episode's about I, it was obvious it was a suicide Right, but yeah. I mean, for us to, for us as the as the viewer, to really hold any stock in their grieving process, it would be nice to know what the situation was that led up to them being in a grieving process. Right? I didn't. It has nothing to do with the story. Well, their daughter. Okay, got a question. Um, if no. it's about the grieving process, then can we go to the end of the the show now? The end. The, the yeah. ending. There, there's no spoiler Every, alerts here. Everybody's walking away with apparently a, a lost loved one. Yeah. So everybody's going through the same grieving process all at the same time while systematically being invaded. Correct. It, apparently the cosmic flare went through everyone's house or everywhere, which is impossible. So what we're what what the episode's saying is it's better to sacrifice everything that you have and everything that everybody else has just to bring back somebody from the dead and have those moments back again. So what it is, it's an alien who arrived and th their method of invasion is getting you to trust them. And how they're doing that is your loved ones. They're getting through to you with your loved ones because it's the most, like, the basic emotional core that everyone has is everyone's lost someone that they love. So that's how they're getting through to you. That part doesn't bother me. I thought it was just a boring episode. That's what bothers me more than anything is it's... It's a good act. It's a, like if you were to do a, an actor went into a room and did an audition, this would be a good screen. This would be a good script to read. Like it's probably what it is. Yeah. And that's, that's fine, but it doesn't make for good entertainment. It's not an entertaining episode. It's, it's them sitting there talking to each other about their dead daughter, which I appreciate. I wish it was a little more emotionally involved because all we really get is Jenna Elfman feels guilty. She blames Christopher Maloney. Christopher Maloney is angry that she's, he's, she's blaming him. And that's he's reacting to that, and that's really about it. You know what this needed? It needed flashbacks, so that we could have seen unaltered girl that that was supposed to mean so much to us. 
Always... Like the original form, you know, it needed flashbacks, I think, just to add some context of how much that person meant to her. Because I, I didn't really get it from the pictures. Are you, are you a sadist? You need to see a little kid kill himself? No, not not killing it. I just like flashback. Like the the memories are are expressed through the alien, but we don't know anything about the girl. So we're supposed to feel something, but yet I don't because all we have to go off of is whatever exposition is thrown at us and whatever pictures they happen to show us. Everything else is communicated through the alien. So I I'm I'm, I'm meant to I'm meant to feel something for this girl, but I don't because I don't get any kind of context as to what they lost in the first place. Does that make any sense? No. I don't agree. I lost all of you? Okay. I don't agree. They right. lost their daughter, Adam. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's about grief. It's not about yeah, how I'm they not, lost I'm not her. saying reenact the suicide. I'm just saying like, you know, a, a birthday party or a flashback or when Chris Chris Maloney's cleaning up the, the closet, maybe find something. He has a flashback to a moment of a thing that he showed her or something like that. What I don't, I don't know what that flash- would add. I, I don't know what that would actually so? add okay. to. Maybe it, maybe it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't make a lick of difference. I don't know. It just, it just, it, there was just, it just felt like this I, was all, all tell and not show. I think I, I feel what you're getting at, Adam, and yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. I would say, what I think it would be adding is the humanity of the story. Yeah. The, the story itself was so much monotone dialogue right. that I didn't feel the humanity of the situation. Like I For, didn't for an episode about, about humanity, there's no right. humanity to be found anywhere. It's, it's very basic. single yeah. one of the characters. And that's so, kind of why I'm saying I don't... I know what you're going for, Adam, but not with this story that they're telling. That wouldn't work okay. for this, in my opinion. But normally I would agree with you, but the story they're specifically telling here that wouldn't really enhance it. What they didn't do right was not have enough story. It's just a feeling of loss. And that's like, it. Uh, and that's a all good we get. example would be like Stand By Me. Okay, I know that's a two hour movie, but still, there's a couple of flashbacks where Will Wheaton sees John Cusack talking to him or at the table or something like that little flashbacks like that would have added more weight at least i feel would have added a little bit more weight to it they had two hours in a movie to do that and and that was the point of of a movie it's not the point of the episode of how they lost their daughter if that was a part of the how they lost their daughter type of thing yes well not not so much not so much the how just just like some weight some emotion you know what i mean like like we're not moments here about how she died. We're, we're right. talking yeah, about. I, I, we want... I, at no point did I ever allude to that. I, you guys drew that reference from something I said. I don't know why, but that's not what I meant. What I meant was just I don't feel anything for these characters, and this episode should have used something like a flashback Is it... to to you know flesh out the character that we lost, the the one that that we're supposed to feel something for when they see her, when they see the tardigrade, you know, slowly form into their daughter, you know. We don't really know what that daughter meant to them. I, you know, I, at the very beginning of the episode, if they did it before anything else, yes, that would okay. have been nice. Where right. we saw just just why Jenna Elfman was so desperate to see her daughter in an alien that's eating wood in the basement. Exactly. It, that, was, it just it came off kind of odd and sudden. Is it because like the only backstory you got was from the alien, so you can't trust anything it's saying? Is that what you mean? Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of the okay. point. Yeah, I mean... Okay, like looking at it from that point of view, I agree with what you're saying. But then again, but I mean, I, I mean, but what she was saying, like the the bare bones of it, is true, right? Like, 
I mean, the episode is is showing us two characters that we know nothing about, and it just doesn't gel well with it. It doesn't work. Right, but I mean, like, but like obviously their daughter killed themselves. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. These two have been grieving about it. That's all. That's obvious. Yeah. So whether whether it's the aliens saying it or not, it's pretty obvious. And you, you know whether you you choose to believe the alien or not, um, it's still the truth. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like this episode feels like a cliff notes of a better episode. Yeah, it's yeah. a rushed job. And to go off what you said, Adam, a flashback would have helped personally and what I would have done. I mean, it's easy to play, you know, armchair quarterback, you know, <laughs> weeks later. But um, what they I think what they should have done, in my opinion, was have them talk more about what actually happened. They didn't have to do a flashback because that's not what they're going for. What they're yeah, going for been, is yeah. here we are here now. What they yeah. should have had was a few minutes at the beginning, the couple talking about what happened. We didn't have to see a flashback. You know, as far as what I I want to see for this story, because well, they're not involved with flashbacks. The talking about nothing. They exactly. There. They should have focused more on they. they it needed a couple of rewrites. That's like season five of the original show. They need. Are you going to keep waving that around, Frank? <laughs> I'm it's kind of amazed. You. I'm amazed at this stamina. Actually, what do you mean? <laughs> he's he's listening to who's talking. Are you he's holding to it? Hypnotize you? Are you still <laughs> holding it? Like when Adam talks, he goes like this. When you talk, he goes like that. When Jack talks, he goes like this. Have you noticed this? Jansen noticed it. I just ignore him at this point. Just there we go. <laughs> I'm just kind of amazed at the stamina that he's holding it this long. Um, anyway, with, with with the story that they're telling, if they would have talked more about the past and talked more about why she's seeing the daughter in this, instead they focus on we can't trust her. Can we trust her? We can't trust her. Blah, blah, blah. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And it's just bickering for 40 or 30 minutes, and it just yep. keeps going and going, and it doesn't change. There's not enough progression with anything. It's just kind of a big flat line throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Plateau episode. Yeah, but it had enough where I was like, eh, I didn't hate it. What, I, get, I gave it, it a about, six. I don't understand. What is it about new writing that people love to have dialogue in movies and shows that really don't need doesn't need to be there like i, I watched this movie tarantino on, on amazon called the vast of night and uh it had it had its moments in it but there's about a good 45 minutes of just people talking in this town about things that never paid off later just like like random like oh well i saw you at the picnic last week and this and it just it just goes on and on and on forever and i'm like oh can we just get into anything at this point and this is this is newer directors and writers they just like to have this just people talking about random things they they take that for you know like like phoenix was saying i think the 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 issue with it is that tarantino made it a way for me personally, he, he introduced it into some movies where it was, it's the star of the movie. Yeah. It was filling the odd space and it was making the situation feel more visceral and real. Real. Okay. Real is what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. And it's real and people mess up their words and they're not just spewing out lines and bullshit. Um, But people take it a step too far these days and they, they just add in shit that does not matter. Right. We both agree. Yeah, I, I completely agree. El Tarantino did it to build the tension. Like when they're talking about like in France, this is what the burgers are called and they're walking to the apartment building. It's there to build tension. They have like yeah. the security camera shot. It's all there to build tension so that they have the big shootout and Samuel Jackson doesn't get hit. 
they talk about that after, and it makes sense. But, you know, Kevin Smith took that in a different route. Kevin Smith and Tarantino are like permanently linked in my mind because yeah. Kevin wow. Smith took Tarantino's dialogue and went, all right, let's do that, but let's talk about, like, comic books and queefing. They kind of started that <laughs> shit at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So he did something where it's it's the conversation is just the humor of the movie, and then, and then the plot is incidental to the movie. <laughs> and now we get a script here, you know, 20-some years later where – we're watching a scene where, or a whole episode, really, where the conversation is the episode, right. but the conversation is also pretty fucking boring and repetitive, yeah. and our plot is secondary. Uh, also, when you got 30 minutes to tell your story, you need to get to the fucking point. You don't have time to keep it, doing it, all it, that stretching. Yeah, It felt like I was arguing the same thing eight times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same argument over and over. That's why I said there's no advancement of the plot. There's no advancement of their argument. There's no advancement with the daughter other than I'm a human pacification, blah, 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 blah. I'm in 4.3.27, you know, and they're like, who cares? Yeah, yeah I know. Those, I, mean, I know that I was meant to feel yeah. something for these people, but I just couldn't. That's well, what the fucking cut. And, that wasn't him. <laughs> and to go off kind of what Adam's saying is a flashback would have been nice to realize is Christopher Maloney as big of an asshole as the daughter seems to think he is, or is she just reading that off of her diary? Nope. To me, I was like the whole time I'm watching, I'm going, Chris Maloney's right. Do not listen to this fucking monster in your, yeah, in your basement. Exactly. He, and I was like, he's, he's completely time. right. Yep. And then it, at the end, to going off what Greg's review was, why did the the father suddenly turn around? Is the only reason he turned around is because there was a physical manifestation of the daughter that hugged him, and he felt the physical. Th- th- it was the difference between men and women. W- the woman was like, "I see her. She's emotionally here. She's talking like the daughter, and I and I want to I want to be on board. I'm on board with the daughter. I want to follow her." Christopher Maloney needed some physical contact because he needed a little more. He needed something different than the wife did. I'm fine with that. That made sense to me. What but, I didn't understand is how did the mother or what whatever or what was her name again? Jenna Elfman's character. I don't know. No, he's. I mean, he said her name, and she said his Barbara. name. Barbara. Barbara and Robert. Robert and Barbara. Right. Of course. How did Barbara, the first interaction with the giant tardigrade eating the table, how did, how did she? It was her. I saw it. I'm like talking about i that bothered me but the second time i watched it today i was aware of split second reflection yeah she was projecting what she wanted to happen onto this thing that's it well i think the drone came down and said what is the most advanced you know life form on this planet tardigrade and then it's like wait a minute uh wrong they don't really rule this planet they do okay you gotta scale it down I don't know, man. Uh, Greg just said uh, a, a flashback would have helped her in that hug. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He he even looked at me. He's like, "What? what? <laughs> I just, I I get why she wants. Basically, the whole thing is she's projecting what she wants this thing to be, regardless of truth, regardless of anything. She wants this to be her daughter. She sees it in like a fucking woodchuck, like gnawing on a fucking desk in the basement immediately. And I'm like, "What the? F-? First time I watched it, I was laughing. So I'm like, "What the? Are you serious, bitch?" And then they go upstairs and they argue and the thing's outside and it's slowly turning into their daughter. But they don't know that. 
So you're watching it going, is this bitch crazy? And Christopher Maloney's making all the sense in the world going, this thing's clearly not our daughter. And he's right. He's right the whole way through. And the way that it gets her, the mom, is by looking like the daughter and sounding like the daughter. That's all it needed to do. Christopher Maloney had a little bit more trickery to do. It had to admit the fact that it's there to trick them. Because if, if Christopher Maloney was on board, it wouldn't have said a word about this. It would have just accepted it, and they would have just walked out with it. But it, with Christopher Maloney's doubt, they had the, the monster, the alien solar flare fucking thing had to go, I'm here as a pacification device. This is what I'm really doing. And he's like, okay, well, it's admitting it. So, And it's like, it keeps building on what it's doing for Chris Maloney's character and ends with a hug. And Chris Maloney's like, oh, I can't deny this anymore. This feels nice. I miss having my daughter. And that's how it gets him. Because, men, we put up this wall and we yeah. just got to be, you know, and, and then, yeah, it's, and then we break the hell down. But that's how I got him, I, him to walk out the door with him. Because the whole episode is, you know, spoiler, we're already there, but it's an alien invasion for the 15th time in this two seasons that we've done in this show. <laughs> and it walks them out the front door. And the whole thing is to get you on board to follow the alien to being conquered. And it walks you out the door and you see other people when they walk out and it's like they have their grandpa or they have another child or they have... One woman, one guy just has like his wife or vice versa. I don't know which one's dead, but yeah, if Jensen. My grandmother came came back. Oh my god! Yeah, just I'd be out too. Screaming, <laughs> yelling, pasta, and awesome sauce. So I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um. So do we think that that is what it was designed to do, and it was successful, just like all the other families? Or yes. Do or. <laughs> Or here's my theory, too. It could go either way. It doesn't change, really, the outcome. Mm-hmm. Or do we think that each one of these pacification drones, drones yeah. all mm-hmm. came to the same realization that there was a malfunction in their programming and they needed to be something for these people? I think the first one. I think they. she said that because she realized Christopher Maloney needs an extra layer or two of, mm-hmm. of deception. That's all this is. What? The whole, that's all this is is a long con. Yeah, it's a con. But but it makes him feel better. It's really it's really this episode is really just how do we make these humans feel better to accept our conquering of their planet? That's the whole episode. This and, is, and that's what a, I liked about it. This is it's a cookbook, just there's no cookbook yet. This is a better sequel to uh, to Serve Man than our actual sequel to Serve Man. Yeah, which is coming up soon. Next oh. week. Just think, guys, we got one more episode of this new series. One more? Right? Three more. more. We, do, we got we three more. Three? Is it three? We got one oh, more yeah, today and then two more next week. I'm thinking of days. We and then we have. Day of and then the week after that, we have uh, our wrap up episode. And then we have our uh, Nightmare at 30,000 Feet episode. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Wait, wait. What, uh, what, what are we doing there, Phoenix? I'm sorry. So the the schedule is posted on uh, the Twitter for LAWTZ Review. Next week, we're finishing off Season 2, the episodes. The week after that, we're doing our wrap-up episode. Our, and then we're also doing Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. Because that won the, the Twitter bracket poll for these first two seasons. So, Did we already rate and review that? I'm confused by that. I'm sorry. Confused no, by what? He, he did a bracket poll on Twitter for yeah. both seasons. And Nightmare at Thirty Thousand Feet won. It won. I got you. Justif- okay, justifiably, it won. I, I, I yeah. guess. I uh, personally. Who, who, yes, that was sorry. My who did it beat out? All other nineteen episodes. 
<laughs> I don't know what to tell you. No, That's what funny. it beat was a traveler. He even, he even laughed, dude. He even laughed. It beat a traveler, which is a mediocre episode at best. Yeah, but I mean, I, like I would, I would have thought Blue Scorpion might have went up against it. But you it, think it so? I, I think a, a traveler is the exact same thing as this episode. Just another fucking alien invasion. God damn. I feel like out of all of these episodes, it was probably one of the one of the ones that felt the most. Even though it's been done before, it felt the most original, and it it had the most like production value and like it, it just had a lot of detail. It doesn't matter. We we're, we're gonna go over. I think it's the best episode of the first two seasons. Yeah, but this season is better than the first season for sure. Oh yeah, as absolutely. a whole, yeah. But I, I would still pick that episode. I looked into it today. You know how I do my three buckets, guys. Where I do top tier, middle tier, bottom tier. I have five episodes from this season in my top tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how, how many from last season do you have in your top, in top tier? Two or three? Two? Yeah, three? Two. No, I think I have three. I have Comedian, Nightmare, and uh, Blue Scorpion. Want to get into ratings real quick? I already did mine. I give it a six. Oh, I, have a, I have another clip or two, if you guys like to hear. Uh, yeah, we're, we're hitting the hour mark, so... Go ahead okay. and uh, quickly. Okay. Uh, Adam gave it a four. Jansen. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I gave it a five. Okay. Frank. No. Five. He gave it a. Five. Oh uh, yeah, I, I I gave it a a a a four. I gave it a four. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. It. I didn't love it. I didn't like a lot of things about it. But overall, second time I watched it today, I was like, it flew by, and I. I I didn't like what they didn't do with the story, if that makes sense. They should have done so much more. They could have done so much more. I just undercooked. Yeah. It's undercooked. It's it came out of the oven early, and it was just kind of a blah. It wasn't like, Ugh, but I was like, ow, so close. Right. They got it. They got so it. Man. That's kind of where I landed in the middle ground with the five. Like I didn't yeah. absolutely hate it, but it didn't do anything special for me either. You got, I, yeah, like the only reason I gave it a four is is they used cosmic flare wrong. I, I never agree with you on that shit. I n- will never agree with you on that, but that's your opinion, and that's fine. But my opinion—it's not my opinion that you use a cosmic flare wrong. It's your opinion that that fucking matters. <laughs> we have the technology to understand it. That's why. It wait, matters. wait, wait! Judges. Yep, you're right, Phoenix. All right, fair enough. I said I'm not arguing. <laughs> I said that's a valid reason. But I'm just saying I don't agree with that. No, no, I, and I said to you, yeah, okay. I get why that would upset you, because, you know, we talked about, um, what's that movie? Uh, Looper, where the time travel really fucking bothers me in that movie. Oh, if time travel bothers the shit out of me too, man. But yeah. I also go, I love that movie. So I kind of put that aside, and I go, okay, well, let's we'll look at the movie, not the science. It's not a science. It's not a documentary of the science. It's it's a fucking movie. Suspended. That's that's why I... Not about the science. Yeah. Kind of, but they also go fuck that in the movie in Looper where they sit on the diner. Is there anybody interested in what a real cosmic flare really is? If you're looking for science, I would hate the movie Endgame. The time travel makes no fucking sense in that movie. Oh, isn't it funny though how these new science fiction (sighs) shows just don't want to do science? They just don't even want to fucking bother with it because it's not sci-fi. It's not sci-fi. It's 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 fantasy. The Dunning-Kruger effect is very strong with this generation. Yeah. So that's why I say, Frank, I... Sorry, go, Jensen. I was going to say, the reality for me is time travel is not real anyway, so who cares if anybody gets it 
Well, right. in that case, this isn't real, so who cares? But you have to at some point go, there's some science involved here. It's not real yet. <laughs> but So it is, it is what, Frank? It here's is, how, it's not real yet, but it's not real. But the point of sci-fi has always yet, been... It's mathematically proven to be possible. If it was real, don't yes. you think we would know about it by now? We do. But we don't. But here's sci-fi. Sci-fi versus fantasy. Fantasy is fantasies. Whatever I imagine, here's this on screen. Blah blah blah. He's a dragon. Sci-fi has always been here's the rules of our universe, and as long as that makes sense and they hold that up, that that's the difference between reality of sci-fi versus the breaking your own rules. It's if they they, they broke their own rules of sci- their sci-fi. That's that's a sin that you can't forget. But they're saying that the solar the flare or whatever came, and I go okay. Let's see what the real story is. And I move past that. That door is like, already open. And like I said in the past, I'm a huge fan of hard sci-fi, which yeah. is... And I, and I don't agree. You don't have to. I'm not saying... Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, can you explain what's hard sci-fi? Yeah. Okay, so hard sci-fi is science fiction, but with um, our world's basic physics not broken. Gotcha. Where does uh, something like Star Trek The Next Generation rank on that scale? Zero, because they have warp drives. Okay. Warp what about Star Trek? Because the, the reason I use that as oh. an example is that's a show where they went way out of their way to explain the bullshit science that they were doing in their yeah, which, which I'm fine with because you know okay. what they because they do use real physics and warp drive is theoretically possible, sort of if you do it right. You, you know, it is like time travel. Time travel is possible. You can go forward. You cannot go back. You can go forward in time. You cannot go backwards in time. You watch these new shows, and it kind of makes you miss the bullshit science of Star Trek The Next Generation because they went so out of their way to try to explain. Because you're watching science. Star Trek The Discovery, which is talking about a spore drive, which is they found some <laughs> weird fungi and some spore, and they throw no, that I, in a I, hopper, I, like a blender, and they're like, now we can go wherever 10 times the speed of light. And you're like, what? And we can go to Frappe. It doesn't just warp you from uh, from place to place. It the spores like fold time and space and put you here. The spore drive is fucking stupid, and it didn't make any sense that it was before the original it's, it's Star their Trek version of the TARDIS. That's what it is. It, it is. It's it's fucking stupid. They put no science into it. Fuck Orsi I, and oh, fuck those guys. <sighs> Don't get me started. Why do you have to bring da, this da, up, da, Adam? Alex Kurtzman. <laughs> fucking Alex Kurtzman. Jansen seems like legitimately like freaking interested into it sometimes. Yeah. Things that I say. Not right at the moment because he's passed out. But <laughs> no, it, 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 it's all it, it, it's all it, it's all equations that are off of the theory of relativity. That's how you know we theoretically thought that it, within the, the equations black holes existed, but we had no proof. But now we do, you know. So it's the same principle. Like wormholes, it's in the mathematics. White holes, it's in the mathematics. We'll never see one because I don't think, I don't believe in that one. But you know, time travel, Einstein proved you can, you can go forward into tra- in into time and come back in your own lifetime. And then here on Earth can be. How do you, you know, how do you go forward you and back if you can't? travel back in time oh you need a brown hole for that and uh that's what frank well frank well frank's been he has a lot of brown <laughs> hole experience in a hampton inn yeah. you gotta go to a hampton inn to travel back is that what you're saying <laughs> just go to a hampton inn baby so purple purple it. lightning yeah. stick up your ass and you're right back 
Dude, you, you better have, and then you don't you don't want time to move. Stuff. You don't need a you don't need a lightning rod. You need a purple dildo. You want it to last forever. Okay, guys. So, I agree with you, Frank. I I, I like the idea of hard hard sci-fi. I just it doesn't make it entertaining for me, and I think it ruins kind of certain projects for me. <laughs> what? What kind of sci-fi? You said hard. Harmonica is my favorite instrument. Oh, hard sci-fi. Uh, I guess what we're talking about. <laughs> are you wearing a Are you wearing a paternity shirt? Yeah, you want to check it out? <laughs> okay. It says, "Pink or blue, your daddy loves you." Thank you for not moving the cam because I think it's going to show your fuzzy navel down below. You don't, <laughs> don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't want to see my bust. I mean, it looks just looks like a. a Italian and German doesn't mix well with hair. No. Uh, Do you also have to clean out your belly button before you show it to anyone? What? (laughs) Do you have to clean out the fuzz from your belly button before you take off your shirt? I literally trim my body with the clippers. I have to scoop mine out like a fucking ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, like my lower back, dude, I got to trim that shit. Otherwise, it just bushes out. It, It sucks. Okay, I don't have to do that. I don't have a lower back Italian. vagina. I mean, you're not Italian, so you just don't know this. Yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's you get out of here. Let's play. Let's get the fuck. Let's play our plugs and get the fuck yeah. out of here. Jansen's I go right. Some I burn, but I'm freaking Italian. Figure that out. So, yeah. listeners, viewers, we're gonna play our plugs oh, to wait, talk about our. I had a clip I wanted to play. I, well, you you get it geared up. I'll do this. You don't have to interrupt me. We'll do our uh, plugs. Play the fucking clip, and then uh, we'll, we'll Frank will play something, and we'll do our outro, and then we're out of here. Um, play the fucking thing, Frank. Okay, you're holding a toy for forty five minutes now. You know, fuck Frank's clip. Just play the. Are we out of here? Shit. We're out. Okay, Frank yeah. delayed too long. We're leaving. And now mine's <laughs> delaying because it took so long. I was totally just gonna let you finish. I'm trying to finish on your chest, but you won't let me. Plug time. Jensen wishes to plug, apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug, raidersofthelostflix.com and on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions. Frank wishes to get plugged in a holiday and for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug, LIWstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your 2019 Twilight Zone Season 2 thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. Or tweet us at LIWTZReview. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. In a second, because I do have to review or read off our Twitter results. Also, nobody voted on the poll this time, so I have no results. <laughs> I didn't see you post anything about it. I, I, well, I put a link in the chat. I guess that wasn't enough. No, you got to so. do Twitter, man. Do Twitter. I built that audience up for you to do Twitter. Okay. Do yes, it. You won't do Twitter, Adam, really. But I did a... No, I am doing Twitter. I did I'm a, slowly moving on to it. Yeah. Oh, if, good for you, buddy. If you'll let me, I did a Mary Fuck Kill. And uh, Mary, 22.2%. Fuck, 33.3%, which is shocking. 
And kill, 44.4. So that one wins. Yes. So, yeah, you guys are right on your ratings according to the uh, group dynamic here. It's about time they made sense. Yeah. Um, no, they've been they've been fairly fairly in keel with us. Last week they were not. I thought they were. I was. I know, because one person said Mary. I went, what? Yeah, there's always one asshole that just says whatever. It's Greg. Greg's the asshole. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> oh, look, everybody's voting the other way. Let me be that guy. Greg said that what you're holding is a weird sex toy, by the way. <laughs> He's an invader, Greg, and you damn well know it. He's an invader. He's chubby. He's got arms. He's going to reach in there and tickle your, uh, tickle your pink. Come in. I've got plans for that thing in the Hampton Inn suite. <laughs> damn right. Um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Matt Wilcox. I'm Jansen Carlin. I'm out of my mind. <laughs> so long, citizens. Break time. Five minutes. Wait, quick question. Yeah. Wait, I can't see now. Yes. <laughs> Did you see my ping? Which one? Oh. Adam, sit up for a little bit. <laughs> now turn to your right. No, like turn your body to your right a little bit. <laughs> it okay. doesn't work now. Okay. <laughs> but it was it was real bad earlier because his... His headphone cord was coming right over the E. <laughs> and just it's right now. Right, right now. was cut off by his name tag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, Jens. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Explain the joke to me. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. What are you guys talking about? Okay. All right. So I don't get my... This is just for the video audience. This will, This might be in the podcast. He's wearing a Schwarzenegger shirt. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Never do an outro. Go on laboring now under a yoke of its own design in one of the remotest colonies of the twilight. Until they come down with tuberculosis and perform shit. How this is supposed to end here. They're supposed to, like, die. Where's Tom Cruise running to save the pathetic? Yep. Anybody still there? I can't see behind Arnold Schwartz and N-word. <laughs> 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 <laughs>